I'm Ashley Cantley, and this is the Elevated Human Podcast, a place to help you achieve your best life through my magical practice of modern feng shui. So throw out your compass because my practice is customized to fit your style and your life. I talk about home design, meditation, beauty, clothes, and everything in between so that you can live a life that you've always wanted. Happy September. I love September. I am so excited for the fall, even though I'm in Georgia and the fall doesn't really come till the end of October. But I just think about crunching on leaves, cool weather, New York City. This is my jam. And I'm a metal element. If you were born in the year ending zero or one, you were a metal element. And if you're anything like me, I just feel in in my element in the fall metal um the fall is associated with metal element we're actually at the and that's going to happen at the end of september we're actually in the earth element right now which is towards the end of summer it's this phase between summer and fall and also if you were born with the year ending eight and nine you are the earth element and perhaps right now you're loving the last days of summer which By the way, I took a hiatus from the podcast in August so that I could revamp my website, which you should check out, ashleycantley.com. And I started blogging, and I just did a really um, thorough blog talking about how August or the summer is all about bringing your manifestations to life. And as we move into the earth element, it's time to assess what you're going to finish up and what you're going to drop off. And especially through the fall, you're going to want to finish those projects because as we move into the winter, it's time to refill your cup, get inspired and rest. So check out the blog post, the Instagram post, and guess what? I'm so excited. I did, I created a free five-step guide to effortlessly decluttering. It's the first step to functioning your home, which you can access, and I will link to it in the story notes. Even if you're great at decluttering, you're probably not doing the first few steps, which are um, drawn from my feng shui practice, and I give you tips on how to really infuse your home with the energy that you want to infuse it. It's not just about throwing stuff away. And then if you're someone who's really not great at decluttering, I give you a system to know how to declutter, what to do when you are emotionally attached to your stuff, and um, lots of other tips. So check that out. Grab that. It's free. It's for you. And also join my mailing list so you can stay on um, top of all the freebies that I'm offering. And I'm sending out weekly newsletters filled with tips. I'm doing live videos. And I'm also doing a challenge in a few weeks, a free five-day challenge, which is really exciting. And I'm working hard to give you exactly what you want. It's going to be kind of like a quick start guide to feng shui and shaking up the energy of your space. So follow me on social media, follow me on my website, subscribe, and you will get your feng shui on. So I have, I just am so full of energy today because I have been focusing on raising my energy Um, Yesterday, I brought home a bundle of of carnations, which back in the 80s, or sorry, 90s, when I was in high school, I feel like carnations were undervalued. (laughs) They were like, 
the cheap flower we gave out on Valentine's Day at school to raise money for a club. But I just love carnations. They're so pretty. They're kind of delicate. I love the texture of them. I love the colors. And guess what? They last forever. So I mix and match colors and put them in jars and just put them all over my house in the playroom, in our main room, just in areas that we will see so it just livens up our whole mood and our energy in my house. So I've been doing, being very consistent with flowers. It's one of my favorite rituals. And I put together, I'm, I am really good at creating groups if I do say so myself and bringing people together. So I created this group of women who we just talk on Marco Polo and on Zoom. And we talk all things business building, which is really cool. And everybody, I think except one lady, is a mom. So it's sometimes hard to find other mothers who want to talk business (laughs) as much as I do. So that's been really fun and also inspiring. And then I'm so excited. I joined... I wouldn't say... It's it's not a mastermind. It's like a club that I've been... um, I've been wanting to work with. I don't know if you guys know Becky Keene. I've been wanting to work with her forever. She's from Halifax. My husband's from Halifax, Nova Scotia. She has such amazing energy and she brings together women to connect, to journal together, to raise our vibe together, and to also, she says woo meets wealth. That's her thing. So I'm really excited to be raising my vibe with this awesome group of women led by Becky. She's awesome. I've been journaling every day. I've been meditating. I just feel like I'm on fire and I am growing a human being. I am six months pregnant, which is really exciting. I'm not quite ready to have another baby in the house, though my husband is really excited and ready for it any day. But I am, I definitely need the extra time (laughs) to mentally prepare and then prepare our house. I have so many, I'm going to redo our bedroom upstairs. We need to redo the playroom upstairs. We all co-sleep. So none of our kids, our child doesn't sleep in the room upstairs yet. So it's basically a playroom. So there are so much going on with me and I'm sure with you and I would love to talk to you. So let's get social and reach out to me. I am excited for today. This is the first time I've brought someone on the podcast. So I've been talking about decluttering for the past few weeks. And I found this Instagram, Stacy from Babe and Bungalow. Her Instagram and all of her information will be linked in the show notes. She has the most beautiful house. She does these beautiful makeovers that are budget friendly. She's got a cute little family and I kind of just stalked her on Instagram for a while and then asked her to come on this podcast to share her best organizing tips. So we talk about the pantry, we talk about toys, we talk about clothes. If you are someone that just needs some inspiration or tips to get your space organized, this is the episode for you. So take a listen and access all the information in show notes. And next week, I am going to be talking about the fall and ways to invigorate your space with fall energy and different rituals you can do. And then I'm going to be sending out the challenge um, 
access uh, the link to access this five-day challenge that I'm doing. So make sure you get connected with me if you're not already. All right, guys, that's it. I hope you like it. I am officially a stalker. I found you on Instagram and I loved your page. Um, I loved your tips, your makeovers, your aesthetic. So I'm really excited to talk to you. Oh, I love making friends on Instagram, like just sharing my stuff. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to myself. So when I actually meet people that are into the same things, I feel so like lucky. I know. I feel the same way. And I love how you incorporate kind of like mind, body, spirit into your work too, which is what I do. Tell me about yourself. I obviously like the first few things that struck me, I'm like, she has kids just like me. She's young. She's hip. She's cool. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I live in San Diego with my family. Uh, We have two little girls. My oldest is about to turn five and my youngest is a little over two. So we have our hands full. Um, I'm originally from the East Coast, but have been in San Diego for the last 15 years. So California is home to me now. Um, I've always been interested in interior design, but also just so many areas of being creative. I went to school for graphic design and advertising, and then I ended up just kind of dabbling in so many different areas. But since I had my first daughter, I became a stay-at-home mom and just really dove into like making our house a home. And it kind of like expressed myself with how I decorated and how I just keep the house together is kind of like my new creative outlet. I feel like even though it sounds kind of boring, like cleaning and organizing, it's like it's really what makes me happy and like it makes my me feel more calm and so I kind of started sharing that with my friends and they're like you should talk about that more because other people want that too like how to do it yeah I love that too because when you have kids I I worked in New York City for 15 years and then of course when I had my son everything changes drastically (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) and I love I read on your blog your story about kind of like the connection between your space and your kind of like, I don't know if you said mental health, but that's the way it registered in my mind. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it definitely affects me. Like how my surroundings feel it, it like immediately makes my mood different. So having something, having control over my space is what like keeps me sane. And that's just the bottom line. So I think you can relate. I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. And how would you define your style? Well, I try to be minimalist and I think that's where the organization comes into play is I feel like a huge key is to not have too much stuff to worry about organizing. So I only keep what I really love and use like every day or um, I really in particular about what I buy. I don't just like bring random stuff home. I just am very like picky about what comes into my house. I'm the same exact way. And I always say it's okay if you have a room that's kind of sits empty until you find the perfect thing to fit in your house instead of just bringing in just something random to fill a spot. Yes. And I feel like taking your time to like find things to fill it is what makes the space have personality and means something to you but in terms of like putting a label on my style I think it's a little bit of mid-century modern um and also paired with like very textural bohemian 
details. So I feel like the bigger pieces have really clean, simple lines. But then when it comes to like bedding or something on the wall, it's like always something that you want to touch. So I feel like those two styles play off each other really well and like balance. So who, I'm just curious personally, who, what are your biggest style influences? Like where do you go if you need inspiration? My favorite designer is Sarah Sherman Samuel right now. Um, she does like a lot of collaborations with tile and like semi handmade door fronts for Ikea. I love her modern meets like earthy style. She also did Mandy Morse home, which is I'm obsessed with. And then I love Justina Blakeney, like the jungle style, like yeah. new bohemians. I love plants everywhere. And I'm not I wouldn't say I'm that far on the spectrum. I love other people's houses that are bold and colorful, but my house is a little more subtle in terms of color, but I love the mixing all kinds of styles and patterns. I love looking at. For the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about decluttering, which is one of the first steps to functioning your space. But once you've decluttered, I'm not a great organizer, I have to say. <laughs> so I would love to hear some things you have to say about organizing. For instance, for me, I have a pantry that's pared down, but it's a total mess. And my clothes, though I like totally pared down my clothes, it's a, it's a mess. My closet is a mess sometimes. And I know a lot of people have trouble with toys. So I would love to hear just some tips from you. Starting with the pantry, I think a lot of it is, I love like drawer organizers or, you know, little boxes or bins to kind of keep things together that like maybe all your baking things. And I know it sounds a little counterintuitive, buy more things to put your things in, but it actually is like a game changer when you can just grab like a whole box off your shelf and have all your oils or vinegars together and you kind of just know where they belong and you won't have to like scan your shelves looking for it and I, I like to decant also in the kitchen so I don't I'm not like crazy I don't do everything but some of like the staple items I put in a big clear jar so that I always know how much I have left we keep our rice in a clear jar can I tell you what my husband did he emptied <laughs> all of our gluten-free high quality flours and put them into jars and labeled them oh no I forgot to label them oh no so I have a ton of things in jars that I'm like, I don't know what this is. Oh, see, I think a label maker is probably necessary. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you'll have to taste test everything, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, it's cute that he tried and made it look nice. <laughs> Minimizing labels to store packaging. I feel like it saves more space than you realize. So I like taking things out if I can and putting them in like a different little drawer kind of thing that you can move around just having like little spacers so things aren't piled up on each other is like the main thing for me is just being able to see what we have and so it's not jammed in the back of a shelf or in the bottom of a drawer just giving things room to breathe makes a big difference and I do go to home goods a lot and find random things that end up working and those are a little more affordable usually I like to go overboard with like containers but sometimes it just it really makes a big difference closets and it's kind of like, like you said, if you pared down already, that's the number one first step. It's just not having it jam-packed with things that you probably aren't wearing. So if you just keep what you love 
and then you should have some space for them. Being able to see them all at once is just eye-opening and it kind of looks like a little store and you get excited about picking out what you're going to wear that day and like kind of just taking care of your clothes that way instead of crumpling them up and just shoving them <laughs> wherever they're going to fit. Mine are hung up. I mean, my closet's very sparse, but most of my stuff doesn't make it up on the hangers. So I'm wondering, do you think, is it better, is it good to have drawers or do you think hanging them up is the best? Um, that's another personal preference. I think if you have a hard time getting them on the hanger, then maybe drawers is for you or just quickly folding them on a shelf in your closet. I think having those systems where it makes the most sense for you is what's going to work and that you're going to be able to keep up with. Because I don't like to tell people to like get all these fancy hangers and then you know, they're the type that aren't going to use them, then that's not for you, you know? So I usually only hang up like dresses or long pieces that I don't want to wrinkle, but I do drawers for most of the everyday clothes that I wear. And then I fold sweaters and jeans and that's just how it works for me. That's what I need to do. Yes. It's very like, it depends on what you're wearing every day. I also don't buy clothes that are dry clean only usually because I just know I'm not going to get around to it. So it's kind of like, being aware of how, like being realistic with yourself. Like, am I going to wear this? Am I going to care to dry clean it or have it repaired when the zipper breaks? You know, like be honest with yourself with what you actually wear right now. And then what's the easiest way for you to keep it not on the floor. And then are you as particular about bringing in new clothes as you are with other things in the home? Yes. I I think it kind of started with clothes because growing up, I was always shopping and I spent all my money from like my after school jobs on clothes and I still love it but it's just I knew that it would end up just so many of them forgotten about and so it just was taking up space and then as I got older I was moving a lot we were moving into different apartments and I just realized I didn't want to lug this stuff with me so I started looking at all, all my possessions differently and just saying what do I really love what do I actually wear um, can I see myself wearing this it, you know in any situation. And if I did, said, can't think of anything, then I just let it go. So now I'm down to the streamlined core. Everything in my house is the same. I It's clothes, kitchen things, decor. It's all very, everything has a reason to be here or else I just don't want to see it. Yeah, that's how I am too. Except I do find, like I do struggle a little bit with clothes, especially with you know, being pregnant, not pregnant, losing weight, not losing weight, and then struggling with like fast fashion and not wanting to bring the crappy clothes into my house, but also feeling like, you know, I'm in transition. And so then I end up having cheap clothes, basically. I think I do. I know what you mean about the bo- your body changing with babies, because I've been through that myself. And I think there are times when you can end up just getting a few pieces that you know are going to be temporary. But as long as you're aware of it and not just like stocking up regularly on that stuff and then throwing it away because that's where it would just be like this cycle. If you you start to know what what materials you do like and that could be versatile enough that you can wear them during pregnancy and after. I wore a lot of my maternity clothes for like a year after just because your body fluctuates so much, you know, after baby too. I just started kind of like, it was more about the quality of the texture on my body, like what felt good on my skin. And then those pieces are end up lasting the longest anyway. So I'm with you too on the material. I cannot wear anything that's not natural on my skin. It just makes me crazy. So I'm like super particular about that too. A lot of mothers struggle with toys. (laughs) So I don't have that problem actually 
we keep it pretty simple at my house, but what would you say, what can you, advice can you give about toys? Well, I think our biggest problem personally is grandparents. They just send so much stuff and they don't, you know, the kids don't really need that much as I find with my kids when there's too much, they don't touch any of it. They just get overwhelmed with toys. Yeah. So I like to really pay attention to what they're actually playing with. And I kind of will put some of the other things that they ignore in like a closet space or something just for a really short time to see if they even notice or ask for it. And then if they don't, I either give it to a friend or donate it. And that's just how it works. And if they're going to play with them, I'm happy to let that stuff stay anywhere, but it's just kind of narrowing down their favorites. I'm not huge on toy rotation, even though I know that's worked for a lot of people. But to me, that's just a lot of work and like remembering where everything, where I hid stuff, bringing it back out. So it's kind of like we just narrow it down right off the bat. Is this something they're going to love and play with or is it just going to take up space? The other thing is I kind of, I let, you know, we have toys in the living room. They end up all over the house, but we do keep them in uh, like a credenza type thing under our TV too. So it's kind of becomes part of the living room and it's not just like toys and kids stuff everywhere. So it's like concealed, but it still looks like, and they can get to it easy. It's accessible, but it's just, I can hide it if I want. So creating a spot, if it's going to be there anyway, in the middle of your living room, you might as well find a nice little spot for it. Yes. And so it can be like out of sight if I want it just to calm down in there and I can, and it's not so organized. If you open the drawer, it's not going to be like perfect little categories because then we it would take too long to actually put it away. So I make it so that the kids are helpful in that. I'm like, okay, everyone just throw those in the drawer and they can handle that part. And we also just have a real quick tip that I use for a while is just a, a big basket in our living room. So anything that ends outside from their bedroom where I usually keep most of their stuff, um, I throw it in that basket. And then at the end of the day, bring the basket back to their room and just like drop off whatever doesn't belong in the rest of the house. And that's just my quick way of picking up and getting things out of the couch. That is such a good idea because you know what? My toy, so we'll have toys on our kitchen counter that are just sitting there waiting to be put away or just like outdoor toys just sitting around that should be going back outside. It's such a good idea just to have a basket and put it all in and do it at the end of the day. Some of the like really loud, annoying, really annoying toys, those are in the closet, like the bigger ones, and they can still get to them, but they're not like in my face all day. And then baskets are where I call like the random things that don't have like a million parts, you know, just like dolls or Barbies. Like I kind of just, those all get tossed in a random basket and the random stuff lives with random stuff. (laughs) So that is out. Do you have a favorite yeah. basket site? That's such a silly question, but I am always trying to find a good basket. So, I mean, they, Target has a lot, but they're they're hit or miss for me. I actually love World Market. I wait for like sales, but they have really all different size baskets and they're fun too. And then you have a, I saw a kid space guide on your site, which I will link to for anybody who wants to check it out. Great. Do you have any other overall organizing tips? I think I would just say, just be really picky about what you bring into your home and then you'll want to take care of it and like put it back where it goes instead of just making like a pile of junk on your bedroom dresser. (laughs) You know, I think it's like when you 
when you love the things you have, it's easier to organize them and make space for them. What's coming up for you in your world? You're working with people one-on-one. Yes, um, I'm doing virtual organizing and designs. And I do have the my kids' space guide that's always available. I just love sharing that with them. I just think it's like helpful tips that they can always refer back to. Um, they'll always have access to it. Great. And I'll link to you on the show notes. So if anyone is interested, they could reach out to you. Thanks, Stacey. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been so nice chatting. I'm happy we could connect. Thanks for listening. I hope you love what you heard. And if you did, please rate and review the show on iTunes. When you send me a screenshot of your review to fengshuiash at gmail, I'll send you a free guide to amping up your wealth corner as a thank you. You can now pre-order my book, High Vibe Feng Shui on Amazon, and you can follow me on Instagram at Feng Shui Ash. Join my private Facebook community, Elevated Human, or head over to my website, AshleyCantley.com, and let's talk soon.